Welcome Spartans to Podcast Evolve, part of Evolve Your Home for Halo. Podcast Evolve hosts original lore series and recaps monthly Halo news. Our current series is Infinite Impressions. I am your host Aaron and with me today we have Lucas. Hello, hello everybody. Still with the bad mic? Yeah. And this oh, ep- we're getting through this impressions. We are. We're going to do it. We're going to succeed. It's going to be fantastic, just like Forge. So that is a hint. Yes, this week's Infinite Impressions, we are talking about Forge. 343 released all of their videos we've watched them all we have some thoughts uh, before we get into that let's do some housekeeping if you're new to the show welcome evolved hosts a variety of shows this is podcast evolved you can check out our previous lore series such as the road to infinite and the character dossiers evolved also hosts shows like mission debrief builds with blocks halo tv plus halo gear guide halo book club and halo headlines Evolves also partnered with HCS Pro Talk, a podcast where Josh and Will discuss the latest information within the competitive Halo scene with an emphasis on the community every week. You can learn more about each of our shows at, over on the website, evolvedhalo.com. If you're already a fan of the show, we ask you to take a minute to leave us a rating review on your podcast service of choice. We would also like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons for their continued support. You guys help make everything we do possible. If you're not already subscribed or you're thinking about becoming a patron go to patreon.com forward slash halo evolved and there you can learn about all the exclusive rewards such as early ep- access to episodes unique swag access to our podcast soundtrack and much more like the patron only discord channel and finally we encourage all of our listeners to support audible where they can enjoy the growing collection of halo novels all in one place along with thousands of other novels guided wellness programs and much much more use the trial Use the URL audibletrial.com forward slash podcast evolve to learn more and start your trial today. Okay, last week in Zeta Halo. Um, now, I think I did a little bit of Halo maybe on Monday with David, and that's the last thing I remember. We have been pretty solid with our Halo for the most part. This week was a little all over the show because I ended up being sort of quite busy, but we've been pretty solid this last couple of weeks which is weird because that's the most halo i think either of us have played in quite some time but david's definitely caught the bug again uh yeah that seems like you guys have done a lot more halo than uh than i have in the past few weeks like i really haven't even played video games in the last few weeks because i've been moving uh moved into a new into a buddy's house so that's that going on uh my odst armor did come in yeah, the other day on Wednesday I went and picked it up, so it is in a box right now, and I just have to dip it in resin, put it together, paint it, you know, do all that fun stuff, but the armor pieces themselves are here. That's always a good moment. Um, I am currently diseased, so I have done absolutely no Halo this weekend. All I've done is lie in bed and watch Star Trek. Sounds like fun. Which Star Trek? Uh, I'm watching Strange New Worlds, which is actually very good. I'm up to like episode 9 now and it's been a really solid Star Trek. That's really cool. Yeah, it's it's like very original series week by week. There's like no major giant overarching plot or anything else. It's just sort of like plot of the week Star Trek stuff and I'm enjoying it all. I have to say it's been quite good. I'm going to finish this and then I'm going to go and watch Lower Decks because I hear really, really good things about Lower Decks. And it's been on my to-do list for a while. And while I have access to Paramount Plus, I'm going to get stuck into it. I've not heard about Lower Decks. What is Lower Decks? Lower Decks is the animated show that they started making. It's sort of a little more slapsticky Star Trek, but also like 
fun. I don't really know. I think it's a little hard to describe because I haven't seen it. I've only seen clips here and there, but there's a lot of references to old Star Trek stuff and all the rest of it, but it's basically the gist of it seems to be, you know, the not-so-important members of the crew on the lower decks and what life is like for them in Starfleet. Okay. So it's almost like maybe a lot of the red shirts? Yes, that seems very much the vibe I'm getting for that and quite funny and a lot of cool shit going on. So the other animated Star Trek is... Is that the one called Prodigy that I think has Captain Janeway's hologram in it? I'm not sure if that one's any good or not because I haven't really heard much about it, but it's there as well. So, like, I have to get around to watching them all and the last season of Discovery too because they took all that off Netflix before I could watch it. Okay. And well, then... I, I don't really watch much Star Trek, so I am taking. This sounds like this is really cool stuff. Star Trek was my first true love before Halo came and swooped in and like pushed Star Trek back to second place. But it's like here, go away, go off the cliff. Before I no owned, else. Nope, before I owned Halo books, I had my Star Trek encyclopedia. So it's been a long love of my life. I'm very excited for the trailer for the new season of Picard. There's all sorts of shit going on in that. But we're not here to talk about Star Trek. We're here to talk about Halo. So enough about that. But before we do it. Um, anything else Halo related you can think of? No, no more Halo stuff for me. Uh, again, I just got my ODST stuff. Uh, no, I guess not until November uh, 8th. I really won't be doing much other Halo stuff. Okay, that sounds fair enough. Well, I suppose we will dive into Infinite Impressions for this week then. So, the last Infinite... Yeah, let's try it again. The last Infinite Impressions episode we had was on the winter season where we talked about the offerings in the upcoming season 2.5. We really had to squeeze some enthusiasm out of that, but we did our best. Um, It was a thing. And since then, 343 have released a series of videos called Forge Fundamentals. So they are four videos, each about 20 minutes long, discussing the various aspects of the new Forge mode, which is coming to Infinite in about two weeks, give or take. Yeah, it's probably about two weeks from now. So you're going to take the lead on this, and I am going to pipe in here and there, because I've watched a lot of this from my sickbed, and I made a few notes, but I may have also zoned out a couple of times, because... Some of the things, while being, I'm sure, very exciting for Forge people, were a little less exciting to me. I would agree that some of them, uh, most of them were pretty cool. There was only the lighting and audio one, really, uh, I had trouble watching just because it, it seems cool, but like it wasn't my up my alley because I'm not really a Forge person either. Anyway, so we had four videos. Um, they're each... I think the shortest was like 17 minutes and the longest is like 25 minutes. Um, and so we had a one about building, generic building things. It was one about scripting and bots. Again, we had the lighting and audio one. And the most recent one was the file sharing in can- and uh, Canvas, which I think was the shortest one out of them all. So we'll just kind of go through each of them a little bit. Um, so for the building one, they talked a lot about, um, you know, just how forge works in general so they were like showing how to like snap objects together you know you could clip objects together you could resize objects um and it wasn't like 
hey, you know, you have long wall, short wall, uh, double long wall. It's like, no, you have wall and you can like scale it however you wanted, which was fantastic. So you don't have to worry about all these different pieces. You could size things exactly how you wanted. So, and that works for um, some of the things they showed, like the guy made a trash can with fire coming out of it and he used a mountain and shrank it down so much to where it looked like a pile of debris that was on fire inside of his trash can. Yeah, they they do show some interesting stuff all around in that video. Like a few of the notes I had here were you can automatically snap stuff to the ground. So you no longer have to try and figure out is the object you placed hovering a little bit off the ground? Is it not quite touching right? Whatever. It has undo and redo. That seems like a very obvious thing, but they point out to you that Forge didn't have it up until now. And you're like, oh yeah, okay. Everything else has undo and redo. Why not Forge? Like you said, the scaling of objects. The, yeah, they, they show the scaling of objects with the Giga Grunt where you have a tiny little Grunt model that you can expand all the way up to giant size or back down again. Um, they also mentioned how this cuts down on the amount of stuff in the menus because you no longer have to have separate menu entries for Giga Grunt, Tiny Grunt, Middle Grunt. You know, it's just one Grunt and you change the size. Uh, when you're now, in The other thing I was going to say... When they were showing the mega grunt and one of the things they also showed to cut things down is like you don't need like concrete wall uh covenant wall banished wall forerunner wall it's like no here is wall and you can change the texture of it to make anything you want even like the grunts like armor like the guy had it looked like the the sheet metal that looks like it's from a shanty town or like a favela and they had that in purple on the grunt's armor and that's the the texture that was shown on his armor and like that was really freaking cool that you can just kind of mix and match things where like you you might like the object you just might not like its texture and you could just like change it totally you could change the look you can change the color you can do whatever you w essentially want texture and color wise to make it look exactly how you want it yeah they they were showing the various textures and stuff that they have available for now at launch um one of the things i found cool was that they talked about how there was no clipping in monitor mode so if you're building an enclosed environment you can fly straight through it you don't have to like fly around to the way out um or you don't suddenly find yourself trapped and have to remove a piece of the building all the time you can just shoot straight through it um which is fantastic, especially when I played Halo 3 and you tried to make a map. Especially when you tried to make your own Fat Boy map. And so you have to, like, fly through the entire map and, like, do all these things just to... Uh, or you'd have to come out and go back the other way so you don't destroy the the crafted wall or, like, barricade that you need to destroy. Yeah, that sort of stuff's good. Um, they showed you how you can make prefabs, save them and share them. So the thing they had was they made a version of Foundations and the sort of hexagonal columns they were made as a prefab which meant you could just put those down you didn't have to build them one at a time and layer the pieces together and all the rest you could just save them as hexagonal column uh the other they one... also made a uh they made that it looked like a display on like a ship bridge that had like blinking lights and like you know almost like a 3d radar that like you would see on yeah, a spaceship. Yeah, it was like a like, like a holograph display table that it looked very like the table that drops down at the start of uh, Guardians in the Pelican with Locke and that. 
and I think they said that was made from like a radar dish and some various lighting effects and stuff so you can do a lot of cool stuff like all of that seemed pretty cool I liked all of it um stuff that's probably of interest to forgers they talked about how they have new radial menus and they'll expand those over time as they increase forge they talked about the budget for objects being about 7k now when it was about 1600 in halo 5 so and halo 5's forge was pretty impressive and absolutely uh they but they did a lot and so as we go on some of these different videos uh they reiterate or they add on to the things that already were in this building um like in this original one it found like that was like a foundation video and then they're like okay now you kind of know the basics like this is what else you can do to add on to those basics yeah um like like the next one they were talking about is with scripting and bots and stuff like that um so so this one, they were showing a lot of, for scripting, it's kind of like a web of, I don't even know how the best way to describe the node graph. It kind of looks like a graph and it's got like these nodes and you can connect different nodes to each other and, you know, they trigger when certain things happen. Like they were showing the guy would start the round once he like threw a grenade. It's so like nothing happened right in the beginning. Then he throws a grenade and it's like round start or like he spawns with whatever weapons he decided yeah, it's, uh, stuff like that. they call it visual scripting with node graph. The best way to describe it is like a series of increasingly complex flow charts and they, they can be as complex as you can make them for various rules or routines. So this, some of the examples he showed were you throw a grenade and say it changes your weapon to something or you throw a grenade and it flashes up a message on the screen and you can change what that message is now you can't put any message in but it has a series of preset words and one of the things i found cool about that was say you're playing with someone and they're playing in german the preset words will show up in their language of choice because they're all the same so even though they're different languages you pick the preset words and the corresponding words in the other languages that halo supports will show for the other players so i thought that was interesting uh, but it leaves I you that, that was really cool. you can basically set up a game type and then have the game type tell the players what they're doing. Uh, and then they went into how you can make game types. So say you, you know, you're trying to kill a certain player. They had like a juggernaut game type going on. Um, they were showing how the bots work in the level, how they like see the environment, how they figure out that they... Yeah, can... they had like... They had this thing that like popped up and it shows like it shows everything in blue kind of and it shows like these little arrows and it shows like where so it makes the bots like know that they hate you can climb up this or you can jump across this and if like something doesn't work like if an object isn't shown on this mapping process you can like manually get the bots to know that hey this is uh this is climbable or you can move from here to here uh, which also makes me think, like, you could also, like, fuck with the bots a lot and make them, like, act like a bunch of idiots and, like, run into walls and do stupid things. Yeah, it is cool, though, that you can, like, deploy bots into a map. So you can test your map with the bots before you ever, like, give it to real people. Uh, one of the other mm. things they showed that was quite interesting was you can change the values of weapons. 
So the example they showed was an assault rifle firing uh, spanker rounds. Which was absolutely amazing to watch. And he had 32 spanker rounds and he just like held down the trigger and it just like came out like rapid fire. It was it was insane. It was absolutely insane to watch. You could do that with any gun. Like you could take a sword and every time you swung the sword it shot a rocket. Yeah, like, like you think about the absolute insane madness for a fiesta game type where every gun you get is not the gun that you think it is you know you get a gravity hammer and then suddenly you find out it does energy sword lunges or something or you get a pistol and you think oh crap i've got a pistol then you find out it's a rocket launcher like it just that opens to a lot of cool dumb shit so i like I can that imagine like it's it's like you get the, the gravity hammer and all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't have the gravity hammer. You have a plasma pistol. <laughs> and you have to like, I don't know how charging up a, if you have the plasma pistol effects on like a gravity hammer, would you like hold the hammer back and then like swing it and then it would go off and that would look kind of cool to be honest. Yeah, I would uh, I would love to get my hands on that to see how it works more. Um, Anything else from the bots and scripting stuff I'm trying no, to think? No, that was really... Yeah. They just really talked a lot about that and they kind of showed they did a lot they spent a lot of time showing the mapping and then like what you you can and you can how you can edit things and you can like you know the problem is is like people break things like you get your friends to play this game and they will find a way to break it so you find a way the, all the things that like break the game and then you write in a script that's like hey this can't happen so like they showed a lot of like a lot of that stuff, um, and then they just kind of generally talked about the bots and the game modes. Yeah. So uh, we can move on to the next one then, which That's is great. again, like I mentioned, wasn't wasn't really my favorite. Uh, uh, they had lighting and audio. Yeah, I pulled a few things from this. Like it wasn't the most thrilling, but there was stuff I found interesting. Uh, you can control the time of day now in your creation, so you can move the position of the sun. It will affect things like shadows, ambient lighting, stuff like that. So you can have a map and have it be midday or night, dawn, whatever you like. You can turn shadows on and off. You can make a map. You can make it like totally pitch black, yep. essentially. They, they made it pretty much pitch black. And they said one of the things you would have noticed in Halo 5 is even when a map was dark, Spartans were quite bright all the time. That's not the case now. Spartans aren't no, sort of like awesome. illuminated by themselves. Uh, they have this thing called lighting heat maps. So if you have multiple light sources in, you can see where they're all casting and what they're doing, and it shows you. Can you can see like, where they overlap and. Yeah, and it was sort of showing like, okay, these five lamps overlapping are like a high demand area here. This is using up a lot of your budget for stuff. Um, in the sound department, they have ambient sounds now. So there are a series of sounds. I can't remember what they all were, but some were like you know city noise distant uh, banished room so you can have various like noises yeah like you can that. like distant battles so you can have like a primary sound and a secondary sound so you could have like banished room with distant battle or you could have city sound with distant battle or whatever you fancied so that stuff was pretty cool um just to add a bit of atmosphere to your map type and then you can have scripted sounds based on trigger events as well so you could have a game type where someone say, I don't know if you were making like a an infection game type or something, you can have it. Then when the, every person becomes a zombie, there's a sound cue for that, so everyone in the map could know. 
and the sounds could change then so you could have a very different experience you could have different sounds for the people playing as the infected versus the spartans so all of I that think that would be super cool or like if you could make it where like um like how they have the, like a team captures a flag or if a team returns the flag they have different sounds or like with the oddball they have different sounds like i'm just thinking of all the sounds that go into this video like a video game like you can make it uh with like us every time you get a kill it gets a sound like you just you can have wacky sounds and just play fiesta with wacky sounds when you get kills like i don't know headshots can have the grunt birthday party or stuff like that i feel like you could do some you probably find some fun things to do yeah, it's the sort of thing, it's just more tools that give people more potential, so I'm always down for that. Um, but I think we can bounce on to the last video then. Yes, and the last one was probably, in my opinion, the most one of the most important ones out of them all. Um, in this one, they talked about the canvases that they had and then the file sharing system. So there are uh, six canvases, and each of them are 400 by 400 by 150. I don't know if that's, I'm assuming that's like meters or yards um, and not like feet because 400 feet's really not that far. Uh, uh, but they said it's like twice the size of any of the Halo 5 canvases, which is incredible. Um, so they had six maps. They had Arid, which is like a deserty. Uh, level on like a halo. It's the only one I think that actually you can see a halo ring. I don't think any of the others had a halo ring. Um, there's a, a ecliptic, which is in outer space, and it's got planets. And one thing they showed on ecliptic is in each of the corners they have this like diamond thing that's kind of it's not actually there. It's like more of just a visual cue that says, "Hey, this is your boundary. This is as far out as you can go." Um, so next was Institute, which they said it was UNSC Academy themed. So it kind of, again, like it looked like the Academy or um, Live Fire. It kind of had that uh, Northwestern, you know, Washington State kind of vibe uh, with it. They had Myers, which is like a wetland, a marshy wetland environment, which reminds me of some of the areas in the Halo Infinite campaign uh, that are kind of marshy. Uh, it's not like marshy like you think of uh, when you meet the flood for the first time it wasn't really that however we didn't really talk about this in the lighting and sound section but you can make your map very foggy and like hazy and stuff like that so you can like adjust that and then make a marshy map and you could do some cool uh, infection game mode on that um uh, then they had seafloor which is looks like it's on the seafloor so i don't know if that affects gravity or it's just a look where you can make like an underwater base and it looks like it's on the bottom of the water. Uh, they mentioned a Halo 5 map that was big that looked like a seafloor bottom, which I, I didn't, I don't know of. So uh, they had that. And then the last one was Void, where it was literally just like a blank canvas. Like they showed a horizon and like the bottom of it was like that generic like beige, gray color. And then on the tops, more like a lighter yellowish color for like, uh, like the sun and stuff like that. So they, it was like a super blank, just absolutely nothing canvas. So you could do whatever you wanted to it. Um, so those were all the locations. And I'm assuming they'll make more. You know, we don't have a snow map. Um, they might make a volcano map. You know, that, that, that just gives them time to like make more uh, canvases. And like the whole like different versions was like, that blew my mind. Like literally like 
you can be like, I don't like how this worked. And instead of just deleting everything, you just go back and be like, okay, I'm going to restart from this specific point. So you're not having to like spend all this extra time deleting and maybe accidentally deleting something you didn't want. You can just kind of go back and like do that. Um, again, collaborators, like if you're building something and your friends want to come see it, you can like give them privileges to just look around and not fuck with anything because we have all had that friend who's gone into our nicely constructed forge map and has just absolutely started destroying everything. Yeah, we, we all know Krista. <laughs> I can imagine just the chaos. Um, even things like the version, not uh, version history, but like the copy protection, like nobody can like, you can't be like, oh, this is my map because... I did X, Y, and Z thing, because, but then on the credits, it's like, no, 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 you didn't do this. You just added to what somebody else already did. And like the original creator is here, which I think is, it, it, it keeps people from, it keeps people being honest because we, again, we all have that friend that's like, yeah, I made this map, but really he just downloaded it from the file share in Halo 3 and he just wants to look cool in front of his friends. Yeah, no, I think all of these are good steps. I like everything they talked about there. Um... The other thing that they sort of touched on was the file browser, which won't be coming now this month. It'll be coming later. So that's a little bit of a letdown because really having Forge mode without the file browser is a little bit of an issue. I know it gives people yeah, a while to can't. play about with it, but you can't share your shit. No, no, yeah. But I mean, it was cool. Like seeing what they had, they had like four different um, selections. They had a, a recommended, a popular maps, popular modes, and popular prefabs. And if you remember what we talked about earlier, prefabs are like, hey, like the the holographic table when you saved it and it you can publish it and put it out in the world. Um, and they only last. It's only like the top like last seven days. So like the top things in the last seven days. Um, and the recommended one is just three, four, three things that they have found. And they recommend these are the things that they recommend um and yeah it's disappointing that like i won't like i get to see all the cool Kalo forge creations but i won't be able to play any of them like i'll have to do my own stuff um maybe they might have a way of like rudimentarily sharing it um or like at least on pc you can get the files for it just slap it into your pc and then you have the map so they might have a rudimentary way of doing it originally um but until then we have to wait until like it comes out was it season three is when it comes out yeah so it'll be after christmas but as it for now at least it gives people a chance to play about with uh forge and sort of get their hands on it so i'm really curious to see what people do with it because it seems like there's a lot of very good tools here and i keep seeing more and more videos um oh my god did you see the one i posted on the facebook group where they're in andy's room from toy story yes i did see that that's actually what came to mind there it's like just the shit people can do i saw that there was one where they had like this cool space map where it was like a platform in the middle of space and it was like all like this like white gray concrete color and people were fighting in it i mean i can imagine things like you make Super Smash Brothers levels or something like crazy like that, and then you can only use swords and hammers and stuff like that. So you're having like a Super Smash Brothers brawl game mode, or um, I mean, that we see people make old Halo levels, and if if they don't end up in the community, or if they don't get made by three four three, the community is going to make them, and then three four three can be like, this is fantastic, we're going to credit you for this, and we're going to put it in our rotation. So now we have more maps for the community to play on. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I want to see what people come up with. Some of the, the best things that you end up getting into Halo over the years have been stuff that's come through Forge. Like, some Rip of the... Ball. Yeah. And, like, some of the game types they add, they would add in, like, even back in Bungie's day around Halo 3, the stuff they'd add in around Halloween and that, and you'd be like, this is a really ridiculously good game type. And you're like, this is something someone made in Forge, and they just went, yeah, we'll, we'll just add that into the rotation this month. So I think it could really bulk things out for infinite at the minute when it's sort of lacking so i'd love to see what all super, the community creates excited. yeah and... i want to see the old i would say i want to see the old halo 3 game modes i want to see fat kid i want to see uh zombies where everybody has a vehicle and you just have to drive around and shoot the crazy zombies or um trying to think whatever they got to put grip ball back and they showed like a soccer game mode where you were shoot, like whacking an energy ball and it was going like flying across um i just want to see all that cool stuff again i want to be back in 2007 get that 2007 feeling when i was 14 <laughs> and it, sit around and play video games with my friends all night yeah no i'm i'm definitely curious to see what all we get with it so i'm excited um any final thoughts before we wrap this no, no, it's it's coming up in two weeks. You know, I'm actually getting excited for more Halo content. Um, it's not campaign DLC, but it's it's something that can keep me keep me over for for a a few months. Yeah, no, I'm I definitely like to see a bit more of it. Um, all right, let's well, suppose that will do us for now. Um, the next Infinite Impressions is going to actually be on the lore from the last series, so it'll be the Sky Marshal lore. That's season two. That's the Fracture event lore. We got quite a bit for it. So we're going to cover all of that. Because that should be wrapped up by then. Um, apart from that, guys, look, thank you for joining us. You can find every episode of all of our shows over on the website, EvolvedHalo.com. You can also search for all of the unique feeds on your podcast service of choice. Or look for Halo Podcast Evolved to follow everything. Another shout out to all of our patrons for supporting the show and making everything possible. Head to patreon.com forward slash Halo Evolve to learn more. And finally, you can leave us a voicemail with your thoughts about Forge or anything else by calling 205 Evolve. That's 205-386-5833. With that, I've been your host, Aaron. And until next time, Evolve. Evolve.